0: How very much i've loved you how very much i've tried my best to give you a good life he said jesus himself said the son of god in this law he said "Well, all the law and all the prophets childish manner scott and i impishly danced around his body before he was dead just Strangely enough, it was a rush, a teenager's rush. They're coming to get you, Barbara. Yeah! Hello, baby. I'm a spirit from beyond, come to have a sexual encounter. Hello, strangers. So, if you're unaware and you don't follow me on Instagram at Strange Talk Podcast, then you would have no idea that this episode is all about steamy, hot, sexy sexual ghost encounters. Now, for this episode, I did a lot of research um, trying to find the steamiest, most sexiest uh, stories that I could find. people said about their sexual encounters. None of them are very graphic um, because a lot of the websites that I did find these stories from, um, they weren't allowed to go into great detail about or graphic detail about what they endured, I guess, with their sexual encounter. A lot of them are the same. And surprisingly, a lot of them did not want what was going on, like what was happening to them. Uh, So that is what we have for you today. So this episode is all about, again, people who claim to have had sexual encounters with spirits and I will be talking about certain stories and there's one particular story that I have for you that is very interesting and in the end it has a shocking ending I will tell you that M. Night Shyamalan will have a boner after hearing the ending to this story <laughs> um, so we're going to be hearing from various encounters of sexual spirits So I forgot to mention in the intro of this episode that uh, the various stories that I have for you come from both men and women. I did mention on the Instagram at Strange Talk Podcast when I talked about that I was even doing this episode that it was mainly women. But after doing um, a bunch of research trying to find the best stories that I could find or the most interesting ones, some of them, I believe two or one, no, I want to say it's two, come from men, uh, which is surprising because – when I first started doing the research for all the stories that I could find about people having um, sexual encounters with spirits, a lot of them came from women and surprisingly, even more surprisingly, a lot of them were from the UK. So um, if you're someone who wants to have a sexual encounter with a spirit, then maybe you should try vacationing in the UK or move there, whichever you want, whichever you prefer. But... Um, You know, as I was digging and I just found the rabbit hole that is um, ghostly sexual encounters, um, I found out that uh, spectrophilia is a fetish that is classified as the paraphilia in which one is attracted to ghosts or spirits spectrophiliacs, like they call themselves, fantasize about ghosts and often imagine scenarios involving sexual events between themselves or other spirits. So I apparently there is, um, not a movement. It's more like a collective group that call themselves, um, spectrophiliacs. Um, and I found some stories from Tumblr, uh, where there's a whole fucking community of them that just make up stories but this story that I found from tumblr is actually one of um, a person who really claims to have had a sexual experience and it's actually a man Um, so let's get into his story intimate encounters with spirits is a topic rarely discussed but happens more frequently than generally believed most people keep to themselves in fear of public ridicule unable to discuss with anyone and go on wondering if their experience is real or if they're going crazy. I've learned as my spiritual lover has shown me beyond a shadow of a doubt they are real. I posted my account on various paranormal and ghost forums in an attempt to reach out to those special individuals to let them know these things do happen and may not be imagination. If you yourself experience this type of thing, feel free to personal message me for more information or if you don't want to discuss publicly our interaction started for us back in the mid-1970s i was about 17 years old and then discovered masturbation she participated in my daily masturbation activity and remained hidden from my awareness until 2008 she encouraged it through enhancement and suggestion i always thought it was my imagination i was also into psychic study then primarily trying to develop and focus any ability for about five years before I found religion. I was quite religious for many years before settling down to normal normality again. I married the most wonderful woman in 1993. My wife and I are so close, soulmates if you will, and made for each other. Our three kids are happy and well-adjusted in our peaceful home. We hardly ever argue but discuss issues as they come along. We had a personal difference begin to build in about June of July 2008. The conflict was about my porno collection and it sparked a confrontation. I began having a reoccurring dream in the hazy mind state just before sleep. I'd see an image of a perfectly beautiful woman in every way calling me over. I'd approach and she'd open her robe revealing perfect breasts and we'd begin kissing a deep emotional open mouth yawn type kiss and embrace. It was very loving and personal. Just kissing, and I'd eventually fall completely asleep. The dream never varied. The difference between me and my wife in June of 2008 led to the worst argument of our marriage in July. The air was thick with conflict that night, and I lay on my back, peering into the dark bedroom, lit by our two alarm clocks, contemplating the argument and searching for a resolve. I noticed a rotating, revolving or churning gray cloud of mist the size of a beach ball near the ceiling. Looking at it, saw nothing but clearly there in the peripheral. It wasn't scary, so I lay there for maybe 20 minutes wondering what that is, when a second shadow or something moved very slowly and scoot and vanish on the other side of the room. It wasn't scary, but I was wondering what the heck that might be. I felt an almost electric tingling feeling begin in my foot and move up my leg. It was pleasant, so I let it move, undisturbed. It felt like someone dropped from above onto the bed, between me and my sleeping wife, and something became fully excited in less than ten seconds. I felt wave after wave of erotic pleasure, so strong it lay my head back with silent moan. No masturbation. No touching. Just very excited, and those waves. The waves subsided after maybe 15 minutes. I went soft, and eventually fell asleep. I thought it was my imagination or something the next day, but it happened again the next night. I felt it was some kind of spirit, and told my wife about the encounters, and she was understandably skeptical. She's a paranormal believer, but wasn't sure if I was fabricating something to help heal our differences. I lay night after night waiting for and experiencing this. I truly believed it to be a spirit, so I learned to work a pendulum and had an immediate communication. She indicated we had been married in all our past lives, and now continuing with this one. I was very skeptical. It went on for a few months, and I considered it to be some kind of psychosis or hallucination. After all, I was the only one experiencing this and began to seriously disbelieve it and began to consider mental illness. That's when the paranormal stuff began happening in our home. Here are a few shared experiences, seen, heard by other people in our house. Consider I have never discussed this further with anyone. Objects move by themselves. Doorknobs turn. The doors open as if someone is coming through. Faucets turn on, off, by themselves, and even water has been unnaturally redirected noises like bangs slides creaks raps taps odd distant voices and unintelligible conversation buzzes weird music someone saying hello right in front of your face breathing sounds and more touches brushes scrapes scratches taps appearing vanishing shadows localized isolated flashes and sparks of light seeing someone for an instant but looking back is gone etc and more My disbelief is very important to her, and since I no longer doubt, most public displays of activity has almost stopped. We occasionally have something happen, but the last big incident was probably between April and June of 2009. Things have steadily progressed regarding my personal intensity and vividness of our encounters. I don't use the pendulum anymore, but communicate telepathically with her. To be clear. Let me say this has nothing to do with masturbation. 90% of my interest has gone since she came out from behind the medium. Photos, videos, etc. are reduced to lifelessness since she no longer powers them. This isn't a dream. Interaction can happen anytime, day, or night. Times like watching TV or a movie, in the backyard pool, and even while shopping or in the car. The experience is rather like being covered and bathed in the most intense, loving, and ecstasy one could ever be. The level of true, devotional love, satisfaction, and enjoyment cannot be attained with human to human contact. Sex probably isn't like what most people here consider. It's difficult or impossible to understand unless you experience it. This is not interaction with thin air. She has a physical pussy. If anyone is interested, I can describe in more detail. I wanted to be sure about what I've been experiencing, and I've been on an intense research study on the subject since she showed herself. I've found countless people, dozens, men and women, reporting brief contact with and ongoing relationships with spirits. Some encounters I've come across with others range from one-night brushes, while fuel-fledged Relationships of less than a year and up to over three decades, as in my case. I have posted this article before with related links, but it was deleted for rule violation. I am not talking about malevolent demons that rape. I've come across many people who encounter those as well, and those beings have an underlying motive to create chaos and destruction in the lives of whoever comes across their path. The beings I refer to are benign, opposite with a one track goal of love and intimate relationships. Often monogamous, their interest and goal is a close, intimate, and beautiful relationship. If I could put figures on it, I would estimate 75% of our contact is the special, close, and living things intimate couples feel, and the rest is sex and intercourse, which is loving, used to reinforce the rest. Again, I am reaching out to those who experience the same things. I am also part of a community devoted to the rational, respectable discussion of, the, of these experiences, whether you wanted to stop or nurture the experience. If diverse experience is knowledge, your input is valuable in a larger and central source of information. Maybe you, in turn, can reach out to and help another person as well. Personal message me, I am not saying I can help anyone stop or enhance their masturbation happen. This is not masturbation. This is no gag post and thank you for a respectable conversation. Mm. So that's our first story about a man who claims to have had de- decades, decades, decades of sexual encounters with a spirit who has a physical pussy. <laughs> that's what he said in his post. Um, so yeah. So that's crazy. So that's the first, um, story that i have of a man um i believe i only have one more to be honest with you because it seems like a lot of uh, there's a lot of ghosts um that just you know i guess uh lady spirits just aren't in the mood as much as uh men spirits are i, I suppose but here's some quick little stories I'm per- i'm sure you've probably heard of some of these names These are some women from the UK who have claimed to have slept with uh, spirits and even one is uh, supposedly even married one. Some gals have all the luck and Sian, Sian Jameson, I believe is how you pronounce her name properly, definitely found the ghost of her dreams when she met Robert. In her interview with the Daily Mail, the spectrophiliac gives such salacious details you can almost see the ectoplasm dripping off the page. He was very handsome. I'm sorry. I should probably read it in her native tongue. He was very handsome, with beautiful hazel eyes, and as we made love, he stroked my body tenderly. I could feel the weight of him pressing down on me. His body felt incredibly light. The whole encounter lasted an hour, and afterwards he whispered, ''That was the most amazing thing I have ever experienced.'' As we drifted off to sleep in one another's arms, a voice in my head kept asking ''Is this really happening?'' Unfortunately, Cyan and Robert's relationship wasn't long for this world, as Robert earned his wings and left his mortal coil. Jameson explains. She says, A couple of days after our first encounter, Robert arrived and said it would be our last night together. I never asked why. I sobbed when I woke, and Robert was no longer in my bed. I guess I had been falling in love. <laughs> so he fucking hit it and quit it! <laughs> <laughs> so, um, another woman by the name of Amanda uh, Teagan Or Tegu? Teague? We'll say Teague. Amanda Teague, an Irish native and Jack Sparrow impersonator, had a strange encounter one night back in 2014. She says she was in bed when she was visited by Jack, the 300 year old spirit of a Haitian pirate who was slain for his misdeeds. The two became closer and eventually decided to make their relation a relationship official in january of 2018 teague hired a register and arranged for a boat to take her into international waters where she and jack were married a medium served as the go-between for jack now okay i'm, I'm maybe you're with me on this as you're listening to these stories it seems kind of um like she just wanted to marry a pirate who happened to be similar to Captain Jack Sparrow. I mean, the pirate name is Jack. The only difference is that he's Haitian, but everything's just pretty much similar to the fictional character, the pirate Captain Jack Sparrow played by Johnny Depp. And I think that's kind of what she wanted. So, I mean, I don't know. <laughs> so moving on to another case of a woman who had sexy encounters with a spirit. This spiritual guidance consultant from Bristol says her intimate encounters with the deceased have turned her off living men forever and she even went as far to break off an engagement after she got her first taste of the afterlife. Realm's first time with a ghost came after a few weeks of flirting when she went to bed. She says, I wore a sexy negligee and lay there in the darkness. I felt a pressure all over my body as if a person was lying on top of me but lighter and softer than a human. It was like nothing I ever experienced. I know how bizarre it sounds, but it felt real. It was different to having relations with a man, and afterwards I slept better than I had done in years. When I woke up, I knew it hadn't been a dream. I didn't feel all guilty about cheating because the whole thing felt so natural. (laughs) So that's what she claims... To have said, so she doesn't feel bad because it technically wasn't cheating because it wasn't physical, I imagine, is what her logic is. Um What do you think? Do you think, um so uh if you're, you know, on the man's side and you happen to, uh you know, hear your woman comes to you and tells you, like, oh, my God, babe, I think a ghost fucked me. Like, would you, I'm, I'm pretty sure, like, if my, if my girl came up to me and told me, like, you know, do you a ghost fucker, <laughs> I'd probably laugh and I'd just be like, alright, that's cool. Was it good? <laughs> so what do you think? Would you, would you believe your um significant other? Would you believe your um husband, wife? Tell me. You know, maybe I'm just an asshole. I don't know. But here we go. Everyone deserves to be happy, especially divorcees who are living alone after deciding to give up on men. Anne Elizabeth describes her sexy encounter with the ghost hunk straight from the pages of a paperback romance. Lying in bed, I wonder if I could summon a ghost to have intercourse with me. She was specifically looking to have sex with a spirit. That was what her goal was. Closing my eyes, I envisioned a strong, handsome man with big shoulders. <laughs> you thought I was going to say cock. <laughs> I kept my eyes closed throughout because I was worried I might scare him or ruin the moment if I opened them. Afterwards, I thanked the ghost and asked him to leave, which he dutifully did. I jumped out of bed with flushed cheeks and glowing skin and went about my day. So ghosts really be, like, like getting it. (laughs) So another one is um, Lori Hale, a 20-something from Louisiana. This one's actually from states. um, From Louisiana, believes her intimate ghost encounters are somehow tied to her persistent sleep paralysis. Could her brain be playing pleasurable? yet creepy tricks on her or is she being paid regular visits by a sexy specter the first time she experienced paranormal intercourse she wasn't sure she said it obviously creeped me out i definitely felt sick about it but it definitely felt like something sexual was happening to me and my body was responding it was all kind of just this is really weird and i'm not sure what's happening to me so those are just a few cases of women from the uk and women from um, And women from the States who claim to have had sexual experiences. Now, those are the ones that are people get pleasure out of it. Now, I'm going to be reading a few stories of people who did not want their sexual encounters. So, let's continue with those ones. Okay, so the first story that I have for you um, is of... Entity is attached to me and has sexual encounters. So I know this is going to sound weird. However, I have no idea what he is. I do know it is a male. Let me backtrack to when I was 8, around August. I was lying in bed, wide awake, hours after I read read this book. I stopped at the part of this book. I forget the title. Where it read, Don't Breathe, It's Breath, Don't Look Into It's Eyes. Don't listen to its voice. That part scared me, so I stopped reading it. So while I was lying in bed, I felt a really, really, really ominous presence, (laughs) enough to make my skin crawl. The air grew thick, and then I felt someone's breath over my face. All he said was, Yes, in a raspy voice. I covered my face with my blanket and waited for him to go away, and he did eventually. Keep in mind, I am wide awake, my door is shut, I have a friggin' nightlight on, so it is not a family member come to molest me, laugh out loud. Only person I live with is my grandma, I doubt she is able to sound like a man. So after a long while, around the time where I started middle school, that same presence came back for a few years, and touched me, sexually. I am wide awake, my door is locked, but I would feel a sensation that is something on top of me. I was not too attractive back then. However, he would speak to me in my mind that there will come a day that I will become far more beautiful than those who shunned me. Oh, and he never physically talked to me after I was eight. He would be inside my head. No, I am not crazy. He would touch me sexually almost every night, even now. I am 20, a month to go until 21, and it still happens. Although around this year, he is getting more violent in his sexual acts. He would choke me and somehow make me paralyzed when I breathed his breath. I never see him. He communicates to me through my mind. Two days in a row, a couple months ago, he drained me. I had so much sleep, yet I was still so tired looking when I went into work. My friend noticed. He is not really hurting me, but he is more violent in touching me this year. Actually flailing my arms and legs to where he wants them. I just want to know what he is. Nothing seems to make sense on the internet. If he were an incubus, shouldn't I be dead by now? <laughs> so I have no idea um if this story is read is um if the story is read, if this story is about is is from uh, coming from a male or a female. It's not really clear. Um but That one wasn't as bad as the other ones that I have for... Well, none of them are really particularly that bad. It's just um, some... Like, again, none of them is just... It's not like... (laughs) I I don't know. Like, maybe it sounds bad, what I'm about to say, but it's not actual rape because nothing's actually physically happening to them. I mean, I'm a skeptic, so obviously it's all in their head, and it's just probably a form of sleep paralysis, so their mind just goes to... Um, that they're being, um, they're having sex with the spirit because when you're, I've experienced sleep paralysis in real life. Um, and I guess real fast, I'll tell you my story. So at the time I was talking to my, um, girlfriend at the time on the phone, um, I was sleeping in my living room cause it was during the summer and it was very hot in my room. I didn't have a fan and keeping the window open wasn't enough. My room got very hot for some reason. And so I was sleeping in the living room and we stayed up very late. Um, I believe it was like five o'clock in the morning and I was very sleepy, but I back then I, I, I would just always stay up and always play video games or just talk to my girlfriend on the phone. And I kept doing that a lot, staying up very late. And I guess my body was like, nope, you need to go to sleep now. So. If you're a person who suffers from insomnia, then you kind of know what I'm talking about. If you're, if you're not constantly going to sleep when you're supposed to or getting enough hours of sleep for your body to recuperate and recover from just your daily activities and your life, then your body will make yourself shut down. And that's when you can actually go into sleep paralysis. So sleep paralysis in short is when your physical body falls asleep, but your brain is still actively awake and it didn't send the full chemicals because Essentially what happens is when we go to sleep and we finally head into REM, which is rapid eye movement, um, that's our dream state in a way, our brain sends a chemical into our body to physically paralyze us. And that chemical is meant for the purpose so that way we can be safe in our sleep and we don't actually act out our dreams, which is why sleepwalkers don't actually get that chemical paralyzation that our brain sends throughout our body so that's why you know people who sleepwalk they're not fully getting that chemical um so that's what sleep paralysis is your brain is still awake so your eyes are able to stay open but that's why you feel like something's heavy on you it's just because you're you're feeling the paralyzation of that chemical that's going that it was sent through your body because you're supposed to be sleeping but your brain is actually awake therefore that's why your eyes are open and you can see things but what you're seeing is basically what you would be seeing in your dreams. So you, I guess that's coming from the logical, scientific, 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 scientific explanation. Um, so that's, that's why we see what we see when we're having sleep paralysis. That's why people claim to, who have had sleep paralysis claim they see shadow people. It's simply just a hallucinant hallucinations that you're seeing because of what's going on when it comes to, when it comes to your sleep paralysis and everything like that. But yeah, that's what I felt. And it's weird because I couldn't move my mouth. I wanted to scream, but I couldn't scream. And it was like the weirdest, weirdest fucking feeling in the world. And I remember when I finally was able to come to and I could move my body again, somehow my girlfriend was still awake on the phone or I must have woken her up. And I was like, oh my God, oh my God, like what the hell happened to me? And because at the time of the girl who I was dating, um, she was Hmong, which is like an Asian, like. Race, I guess, ethnicity. <laughs> I don't know if you're familiar with that term, monk but, um, she said, like, her family, um, and her, like, culture believes that, like, when you suffer from sleep paralysis, it's actually because it's a ghost or, like, demon, a spirit sitting on top of you, which is why it's keeping you down and you're not actually able to, like, um, like, do any, like, do anything. <laughs> so, yeah, that's my little story. So, moving on to another story of, This one is titled Magnetic Sexual Experience. Mm. I have always felt sensitive to the other side, if that's what you call it, but never have I experienced what I have been going through lately. It started about six months ago. We had just finished remodeling the house we live in now from literally a very destructed state and made a great investment and also helped out a friend who was under foreclosure. To get to the point, the first experience was as if I woke up and felt like something had sex with me. It wasn't my husband because he was very- re- he very rarely sleeps in bed with me. He prefers his recliner, I guess. The next time I started to think about that experience and something it felt like it was shocking me. It pulled me by the shoulders as if it was trying to pull me up towards it. I rolled over and thought, "Am I crazy?" Well, the next time it was a similar experience. But this time, it felt like something was lying behind me, touching me sexually, and breathing heavily. (sighs) It was very scary, and I turned over, but nothing was there. I have continually had more situations like these, and they are random. I told my husband about it, and he believes me, and one night ordered it to leave me alone. But I still feel its presence. I try not to think about it because it seems to come to me when I think about it. I have been praying and trying not to let it come to mind. I keep track of what is happening to me when it does, and it is only when I am in my bed. I have not been physically hurt by this, but do feel incredibly scared that it will never go away. I don't want to feel violated anymore, like I can't control it. When it gets a hold on me, I can't seem to move. It's like putting your finger in a light socket, literally. (laughs) One night... I opened my eyes when I felt it just a little and I could see sparks of light coming off me. I don't know what to do or what this could be. Every time someone takes pictures of me, I have orbs of light all around me, but this is the first time I have ever experienced anything like this. So what do you think? Do you think she is actually experiencing a sexual like encounter or do you feel as though it is simply just all in your mind? Please let me know. Now this one is from also another um, man who claims to have had a sexual ghost. And this one is just titled that, Sexual Ghost. (laughs) I am a 25-year-old male, and for the past few years, I have felt there is a ghost who lives inside my apartment who is sexual. Many times I see the hair stand up on my arms and feel a tingling sensation around my thighs, back, and hips. When I'm in my bed, it sometimes touches my private area, giving me an erection. I used to brush it off for a year and believe it was a medical con- medical condition until one night I could feel an actual hand caress my hips. At first, I went along with it, thinking it may be someone I knew who died young and I had a crush on. <laughs> wow, for a fucking full of it ego, I guess. I enjoyed it touching my private area at first and I could feel something stroking me. Then one day, I started to think, I don't know what this ghost really is, if it's old or young, fat or skinny, good or bad, guy or girl. It's just really made me sick that something was basically molesting me. The more I thought about it, the more I felt its touch though. After time, I have become less aware of its presence, I still feel the tingling sensation but I don't give it much of my time, and it goes away. It still tries to get sexual, but I have learned to sleep on my stomach. The good thing is, is it has never given me a sense of fright or discomfort, but eerily it gives a sense of comfort and peace. As for things I've experienced rather than my personal body is hearing it flick things like bottles. I've not actually seen anything or heard talking, but it's hard to remain skeptical with what I feel. It's neat to know that there are people here that have experienced a sexual ghost as well. I thought I was alone. No pun intended. I don't know what pun he was actually referring to, though, on that. But yes. So, this this next um case of a sexual encounter is titled, Sex with Stephen the Ghost. Bow, bow. I have a regular ghost who visits me most nights. He has sex with me and leaves. Just like real men. Last night, I had questions for him. When I arrived, I asked him his name. He said, Stephen. I said, Where are you from? He said, Lancaster. I'm in Australia. I asked him how old he was. He said, As you, 32. I said, I'm not 32. I asked him what year he thought it was. He said, Isn't it 1999? I said, no, it's 2018 and I'm 53. We had sex and he left straight away as he usually did. At least this time I know a little about him. Dream or reality? Who knows, but it happens often. Anybody able to shine some light on my situation? The first time I had sleep paralysis was when I was about 10 years old. I was in a cold, hot flush. I couldn't move. I couldn't talk. I was frozen. Every time Stephen comes to me at night, the same things happen. I'm absolutely frozen. Last night when I asked him his name, he stalled for a minute before answering, which I thought was strange. Was he lying about his name and where he was from? The morning I went over everything in my head, I came to a conclusion that Stephen is actually Jeff. Jeff was a guy I knew who died in 1999 of lung cancer. He had a huge crush on me. He was a friend of my brother. We used to all go to the beach as kids and hang around together. My brother told me Jeff liked me. When he got sick and was in hospice waiting for a lung transplant, I went to see him. I waned him to know I cared about him. I'm not sure. I'm not sure what she actually meant to say right there. Um, but it literally says waned. Unfortunately, Jeff died. It was a very sad time. I think he's my regular ghost visitor named Steven. That's, that does seem kind of, I don't know, like, I guess I kind of would believe that. Like, uh, maybe he's lying. Like, oh, no, my name's uh, um, Steven. It's not Jeff. But then again, you never know because it is, uh, that's pretty much rape right there <laughs> still. Um, so this one is also from another female. And this one's titled, A Spirit Had Sex With Me. This is the strangest thing to date that has happened to me. There are things I might mention that may sound strange, but just read my story, as it has a great ending. Oh, by the way, the previous story I just read was not the twist. That was not the twist one. I will let you know when the twist one is coming up. Back to the story that I'm reading now. At age 11, I started my menses, and even for young girls, it never came every month or lasted very long. But within that year, mine came and lasted 30 days, sometimes even longer. My mother took me to doctors upon doctors that gave me things that worked for a while, even birth control pills. But then after a while, they all stopped working. It was the worst. As a young girl, I felt like I was so different from other girls. So I learned to live with it. But then soon after, I wasn't sleeping. I would wake up naked and not remember taking my clothes off. I'd be sweaty and feel like I had sex, or like something had gone on below. This went on from age of 11 to 24. I married when I was 23 and wanted children, but was told that based on my history, that it would be very difficult to get pregnant. My oldest son's grandmother took me to see a Babalu, a Santeria priest, and he told me that a demon spirit was having sex with me. I couldn't believe this. He explained in detail can't remember all the details. He said he come to my home and get this demon spirit out of there. He also had me do some things which involved a glass, vinegar, and putting this concoction under my bed for one week. I was in disbelief, but upon the ending of that week, I had not felt the sensations feeling I had every night for years. Then within two weeks of that, I became pregnant with my first son. I now have five children and i've never had another contact with that spirit ah oh, that's a pretty happy ending good for her good 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 for her for having children good for her so um coming from another female uh this is titled is this an incubus now i'm not really sure what an incubus is but i would imagine it's along the lines similar to a succubus and a succubus is a spirit who takes the form of a physical woman and lures men to having sex with her. Um I'm not sure if they feed off the sex, uh, if they if that's their sustenance or anything. I'm not really sure. There's so much lore and folklore because believe it or not, um sexual encounters with spirits have been going on since way back from the 19th century. Um it's been in in different cultures as well from the Greeks to Arabic Um, it's, it's been going on for quite a while. So this is not something that's just started happening out of the blue. It has been going on for a while, but this story again is called, is this an incubus? This might be long, but this thing, whatever it is, keeps coming back. And I have no idea what it is. My first experience with this thing was when I was 11, it was at night. And I was lying in bed on my right side, facing the wall. When I heard footsteps right behind me. I thought it was my mother because she would come and check on me a lot when I was younger. So I would just ignore it because I thought it was her, but this was not the case. This thing sat on the edge of my bed, and when I say sat, I mean I could feel the bed sinking in. I tried to ignore it when I felt it rubbing my leg. I sat straight up in bed to see nothing there, but I could still feel it sitting there. So I told it mistakenly that it could stay, but to not scare me like that ever again. I know now that was a mistake and that i shouldn't have told it to stay but i did the next experience the next experience was when i was 18 and it was during the summer of 2013 i was in bed sleeping when i woke up from a panic attack i never woke up with a panic attack before at least not suddenly as i was trying to calm myself down i felt i was i felt like i was being watched but i pushed that off as being panicky I then went back to sleep and woke back up again with another panic attack, which I thought was rather odd. At this point, my heart was racing and I couldn't catch my breath. It was very cold in my room and the air was thick, but the very odd part is that I was really hot. I mean, I could feel how cold it was, but I was really warm. Plus I sleep with an eye mask on because I get really bad headaches and my eyes get really sensitive to light. Anyways. I felt something rub against my leg. At first, I thought I was imagining it, so I moved my leg to kick something hard at the end of my bed. I thought it was my cat as I closed my eyes again, but I realized that my cat wasn't in my room that night because my door was closed and all the way. I laid frozen in bed, wondering what was sitting at the end of my bed. I moved my foot over to hit something solid as it moved, my foot over to hit something solid as it moved, I was beyond terrified at this point. I thought someone broke in. I took off my eye mask and looked towards the spot to see a black figure of a man. When I say black figure, I mean it was pitch black with white glowing eyes. It walked towards my bedroom door and disappeared through it. Well, a year and a half went by without seeing that thing again, and I thought that it might have left, but I was wrong. I was laying on my right side again, trying to drift off to sleep when i heard footsteps again right behind me my eyes flew open as i looked at my wall in front of me to see a shadow of a man right behind me i was freaked out as the thing leaned on me leaned on my bed i'm sorry and i could feel it was its weight on the bed behind me like someone was there it leaned over me before whispering in my ear saying lauren are you awake I closed my eyes as I felt my bed sheets lift up and someone get into bed behind me. I felt their hand on my hip before it brought me closer to him. It was cuddling me, and I could feel its hot breath on my neck. I laid there for a few minutes, afraid to move, but decided to, in the end... What? (laughs) I laid there for a few minutes, afraid to move... But decided to, in the end. Okay, that's what you meant. I turned over to see nothing there. It was gone. The next the next encounter with this thing was a year ago, and I was taking a nap. I kept going in between being half awake and being half asleep, if you know what I mean. Well, in this dream, I know it says you can't talk about dreams, but it's important, okay? I was laying on this hot guy's abs... And I usually don't have these types of dreams. This hot guy was tickling my back and I would go all the way down the start of my butt. I wavered back to being half awake and groggy to realizing that I was laying on my stomach. Which which let me tell you, I never do because I hate the feel of it. Anyway, I was (laughs) laying on my stomach and my shirt was push up and I felt light cold fingers tracing and tickling my back. I also felt like someone was sitting on me. I wavered back into the dream to still feel that hot guy tickling me. I tried to look up to see his face but he pushed my head back down and held my head there. I continued to enjoy it touching my back. When the scene changed, I was laying on my back with the hot guy on top of me. My head was to the side and the hot man was kissing my neck as his hands trailed up and down my sides. I honestly enjoy it because I thought I was dreaming, but now I'm not so sure. I wavered back to being half-awake to take notice that I was in the same position as I was in the dream, and I could feel something on top of me doing the same thing like my dream. But I was too groggy to react, almost like it wanted me like that. I felt it kissing my right ear and felt its hot breath (laughs) before it slightly laughed and whispered something into my ear. But I couldn't make it out, what it was saying. I continued to kiss my ear and neck for another couple of minutes before I broke out of my groggy state and moved my hands up to its chest and pushed as hard as I could for it to get off me. It fell, it fell off my bed as I sat up looking around, but the crazy thing about it was that it was rock solid like an actual person would be. Two months after that, it came back, but stronger this time. Like the last paragraph, I was going in and out of being awake and being asleep. But this time in the dream, I was in my room in bed with the guy again. The same guy, but he had bat-like wings this time. I have no idea why. I was not afraid of him, but he was doing the same thing like last time, but more intensely. But this time, I was allowed to see his face. He had shoulder-length black hair, and his face had beautiful blue eyes that I ever saw he turned my head away as he kissed my neck again I wavered back to being half awake to feel the exact same thing happening to me I could feel the sensation of its lips on my skin and his hands running up and down my skin and I felt turn on and I felt turn on by it as I fell back to sleep I went back to a dream where the guy was holding me close to him almost like cuddling but I was facing him. I woke up feeling a presence in my room, but I had no memory of it doing anything sexual to me then. The last one I'm about to tell you is ongoing, and as I type this, I feel like it's watching. Here lately, this thing never leaves, and I feel its presence at night in my room only. I get instantly aroused now, and I feel it caressing my hair, face, neck. Now, before I go to bed. And when I do go to bed, I lay on my back before I feel something holding my hips down and touching me sexually. I mean, I'm not afraid of it because I believe that ghosts and spirits feed of fear. So I try not to be afraid of this thing. But I was just wondering, what what this thing is? She actually put what this ting is, and if it's an incubus. What does it want from me? I mean, it never had sex with me that I know of. Please help me figure out what this thing is. What do you guys think it is? Do you think it's an incubus? Why don't you think he actually had sex with her? He's all putting the moves on her. Why hasn't he, why hasn't he actually, like, you know, just fully fucking did it? Well, moving on to the next story that I have for you of a person who claimed to have been um, encountered with a sexy ghost. This one actually sounds a lot worse than what it is, but it's abused by spirit. That's what it's titled. I have always had experiences from when I was a child up to now. More family members, including my mother, are paranormally sensitive. I moved with my kids and husband to a new apartment last year. I only had a few encounters in the beginning. After that, it was quiet. Since a couple of weeks, sometimes I see a face or person standing in the hallway, outside of my bedroom door. Just in the corner of my eye. Not a shadow or white spot, but a person. And not at night, but in the daytime. Also, when I am home alone, I feel like someone is standing behind me. I have another story that might be related. Last week, I had sleep paralysis. I had them before. I went to the bathroom, and when I came back in my room, I thought the air was heavy. It was also very warm in the room. I laid in bed and had a weird feeling about the shadow from my door. Don't know why. I was dozing off when I felt a hand on my hip. Really, a hand? I tried to move and switch places with my husband. It did not work. When I tried to sleep again, my body felt heavy and this time I was feeling two hands on my body in a sexual way. It was very disturbing and creepy. I'm feeling violated. I have had sleep paralysis so many times since I was 14. Last year was the first time that I felt hands on my body in a sexual way and now again. I am very afraid this will happen much more often. I do have to mention that I was abused by a family member when I was very young. It could be something mental instead of paranormal. But why after all these years? Why do you think? Is there something I can do? Now see, I kinda like how she go- goes on to explain that even she's kind of skeptical about it, that she might just be manifesting um the trauma that she endured as a young child, and that's unfortunate. But I think um that's what it might be, is just something that she's just manifesting um the experiences. That's sort of like her way, um, I guess in a way for her to cope with them, because maybe she at the time never coped with them of what she endured as a child when she was being sexually abused by a family member when she was younger. It's a very sad story if you really think about it, but, you know, um, hopefully she's doing a lot better now and she hasn't had any more manifestations. Now, unfortunately, this is the last story that I have for you, but it's the juiciest one of yet and it is the twist that I was talking about that will even give somewhere in the world, wherever his ass is, M. Night Shyamalama Ding Dong <laughs> will get a boner from hearing this story. So this one is titled, My Husband Died and Now His Ghost Wants Anal. <laughs> My husband Jake passed away recently. Having to mourn the man I love was one of the hardest things I'll ever have to do. I didn't think I would be able to live without seeing his face again. As luck would have it, just days after he died he came back as a ghost i was never superstitious person but when jake walked through the refrigerator and honked my breast (laughs) i knew it was really him weird misconceptions about ghosts they can walk through stuff but they also have the ability to grope over the next few hours jake explained everything to me it's actually very romantic See, his love for me is so strong that he chose to give up his physical form and spend the rest of eternity by my side. Or at least until I die. That's a small flaw in the plan. He's stuck here forever. while well, I'll probably be gone by 2070, depending on if I'm able to kick this drinking habit. <laughs> Full disclosure. A tiny, tiny part of why Jake became a ghost has to do with a certain unfinished aspect of our relationship. Despite all we've gone through, there is one territory unexplored. One frontier unpenetrated. The one thing he couldn't rest without. My anus. I'm not a prude. I am no Condoleezza Rice. But anal is not something I'm particularly interested in. I never thought Jake was either. That is until he came back after death in ghostly form to tell me otherwise. Once I had wrapped my head around all this, I realized I was stuck in a classic dilemma that every woman must deal with at some point in her life. Should I submit myself to a sexual act I am uncomfortable with because my husband died and his spirit came back to ask for it? I really had to think this through. First, it hurts that he waited so long to tell me. We were best friends and I thought we could talk about anything, more importantly, Why didn't he ask me for it on that surprise trip to Hawaii? Seriously, why else do you even bring someone to to Hawaii if not to ask for anal? (laughs) Second, this ghost thing has really changed the nature of our relationship. Jake and I can't socialize in public together. Ghosts are pretty marginalized. Besides, he mostly likes to hang out in the basement and wail. <laughs> Can you just imagine that? He's just, you just go over to the house, like, Jane, what's that noise? Oh, that's just Jake. He's just in the basement. You just hear, oh, 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 <laughs> I'm, okay, going back to the story. I'm trying to be supportive of his new thing. But it's not very sexy. Finally, what does it say about me, as a woman, if I bend on over for any ghost that comes my way? I have gently declined anal offers from many opaque humans. And now, here Jake appears, more similar to Cloud than Man, expecting my opinion to change. Becoming a ghost just for butt play is pretty manipulative. Look, I get it. There's literally no greater gesture of love than haunting someone. It's sweet, but sweet enough that I'll put another one of my orifices up on the sexual marketplace? I don't think so. Now that I've made my decision, I'm looking forward to all the anal free time I'll get to spend with Jake. Because of his post-death transition, we'll have years together we otherwise wouldn't. Decades to learn about each other and maybe even plant that garden we always talked about. It might be a little strange living with my sexually frustrated ghost husband, but with communication, we can resolve any awkwardness. I know that ultimately, Jakey really loves me and will be totally cool existing until the end of time without ever putting it in my butt. Oh, that sucks for Jakey, man. After all that, after all that, he doesn't get any fucking anal. And has to stay with the woman that just won't even just give up her fucking brown eye. Just so he can just move on to the the afterlife. Poor, poor Jakey. Well, unfortunately, that's it for this episode of Sexy Ghost Encounters. And I hope you guys enjoyed it and it got you guys all steamy and hot. But um, again, thank you for choosing. Choosing. Thank you for choosing to listen to Strange Talk podcast. There are many true crime podcasts podcasts out there, but none are like Strange Talk podcast. So, if you enjoyed this episode, why not like and subscribe? No, this is not YouTube. But what I mean by like, I meant to say review. You know, send me a review. And if you enjoy this episode and you enjoy what Strange Talk Podcast has to offer and you have other like-minded my like individuals that would probably enjoy what I have to offer, why not send them my way? That helps me out a ton. Helps me out a lot. And also reviewing the podcast actually gets me up there in the categories, so that helps me out a ton too. But again, thank you for listening to this episode. If you have a topic or an idea that you would like for me to cover, you can... Follow me on Instagram at Strange Talk Podcast and send me a DM. Or if you just want to keep it old school and send me an, you can send me an email via, via my email at strange talk Podcast at Outlook.com. Again, that email is strange talk Podcast at Outlook.com. So again, I hope you guys enjoyed this episode of sexy ghost encounters. And they made you all steamy. And moist. <laughs> I hate when people say that, but it's, just, it's funny. You cannot say this when it comes to these sexy, steamy ghost encounters. Which one was your favorite? Was it the anal one? The twist that M. Night Shamalong probably has a sexy ghost encounter for no reason right now because we, you know, you probably didn't see that twist coming. You probably thought she was going to cave in and just let her man, you know, be free and finally resolve that unexplored orifice. <laughs> <laughs> but unfortunately she did not and so Jakey is doomed to spend eternal eternity with her until she dies and then maybe maybe, maybe when she dies she'll probably um, give it up then that that's probably be pretty hot she just gives it up then but again um, stay tuned for next week's episode it's going to be another This Week in Crime so if you have a news article that you want to send my way because This Week in Crime is where I share weird, strange or downright fucked up news articles from around the world or right here in good America um, so if you want to send me an article you can do so by sending it to me on Instagram through DM at strange talk Podcast, or you can email it to me at strange talk Podcast at outlook.com again that email is strangetalkpodcast at outlook.com so thanks again and as always stay strange that makes me moist